And welcome to Next Reads, a podcast where we read the first chapter of a young adult or middle grade book to help you figure out what to read next. This podcast might contain language or situations some readers might find offensive or unsettling. The North Liberty Library does not necessarily endorse any author's views, but it does support the freedom of speech and the freedom to read. I'm your host, Kayla, the Youth and Teen Services Librarian at the North Liberty Library. My pronouns are she and her. Welcome, listeners. Today, we'll be reading from Imogen, Obviously, by Becky Albertalli. This author has written a plethora of beautiful books, including Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, which was made into the major motion picture Love, Simon. If you haven't watched it or read it, I highly recommend it. Imogen, Obviously, is her most recent book. It was published in May of 2023, and it's a YA book. It's a fiction with some romance and coming-of-age elements, and it addresses sexuality, identity, and friendship, and it's very validating, and it's a reminder that you are enough. Some content warnings for this book are homophobia and biphobia, underage drinking, and pressured outing. Please take care of yourself first. The front flap says, Imogen Scott may be hopelessly heterosexual, but she's got world's greatest ally title, locked down. She's never missed a Pride Alliance meeting. She knows more about the queer media discourse than her very queer little sister. She even has two queer best friends. There's Gretchen, a fellow high school senior who helps keep Imogen's biases in check. And then there's Lily, newly out and newly thriving with a cool new squad of queer college friends. Imogen's thrilled for Lily. Any ally would be. And now that she's finally visiting Lily on campus, she's bringing her ally A-game. Any support Lily needs, Imogen's all in. Even if that means bending the truth just a little. Like when Lily drops a tiny queer bombshell. She's told all her college friends that Imogen and Lily used to date. And none of them know that Imogen's a raging hetero. Not even Lily's best friend, Tessa. Of course, the more time Imogen spends with her chaotic, freckled-faced Tessa, the more she starts to wonder if her truth was ever all that straight to begin with. Ooh, so that is the summary on the front flap. I'm going to read the first chapter. It starts like this. Day one, Friday, March 18th. Chapter one. I hadn't quite unclicked my seatbelt, but I'm getting there, obviously. Just waiting for my brain to stop doing the thing where I'm being interviewed on a talk show in front of a vaguely hostile live studio audience. Imogen, is it true that it's your first time visiting Lily on campus even though she's one of your two best friends and she's invited you 15 billion times and Blackwell College is so close to your house you literally drove by it last weekend going to Wegmans? Gretchen raises her eyebrow at me from the driver's seat. Want us to hang for a sec? Or more than a sec, adds Edith. And I twist around to look at her. She's buckled in, legs crossed, denim jacket spread over her lap like a blanket. Bright blue eyes and wind-ruffled curls. My hair's two shades darker and a little straighter. But besides that, we're almost identical. Everyone thinks so. Octavio's back there too, playing a game on his phone. This campus isn't much of a novelty for him at this point. He and his parents come up here a lot, even just to take Lily and her friends out to dinner. But this time, he's just along for the ride. I'm the only one who's staying for three nights, approximately 65 hours. 
not that I'm counting. I'm good, I tack on a smile. I don't want you to get caught in rush hour. I don't give a shit about rush hour, says Gretchen. I know she really means it too. I didn't tell Gretchen my parents needed both cars this weekend. She just caught me checking the Yates Transit bus schedule and swept in for the rescue. Say what you want about Gretchen Patterson, but she's a drop everything kind of friend through and through. I can't believe you're meeting Lily's queer college friends, Edith said, staring out the window, puffing her cheeks and sighing. I want queer friends. Gretchen blinks. Um, hello? See, but you're more of a mentor, says Edith. I breathe in. Okay, texting Lily now. Are you sure you don't want, yup? Edith claps. Look at you, lone wolf, living up your badass reputation. Right, so now I'm trying to picture the alternate universe where my reputation falls anywhere in the vicinity of badass. Like, let's just put that in bold for a minute. Imogen Scott, badass. It barely even makes sense as a concept. I'm the kind of person who has a favorite adverb. Obviously, obviously. Edith, on the other hand, I mean, our baby pictures tell the story. Like the one from the Yates County Fair Animal Barn, where I'm standing next to an all cap sign reading, please do not pet donkey. Edith is in the corner of the frame, petting the donkey. Or the one of me at an easel, carefully painting a blue stripe for a sky. Edith is crouched beside me in a diaper, chest fully covered in her own tiny green handprints. And of course, there's a whole series from my seventh birthday where Edith is literally dressed like Jason from Friday the 13th. To be fair, my birthday is Halloween, but it was noon and she was five. She springs out of the back seat as soon as I open the passenger door, as if Octavio Cardoso, certified teddy bear, is going to fight her for shotgun. But instead of moving up to the front, she follows me around to the trunk of Gretchen's car. Emmy, hear me out. As your big sister, that's factually inaccurate. Chronologically, sure, she says, but spiritually, aesthetically? In effect, Edith's a modern-day Amy March, where I fall squarely in the category of wants-to-be-Joe is actually Meg. All I'm saying is the whole point of college According to you, a junior in high school, the whole point of college, she repeats, is that it's a chance to break out of your comfort zone. I've given this a lot of thought, and Emmy, I really think you should give up flossing for the weekend. The point of college is me not flossing? Exactly. I host my suitcase out of Gretchen's trunk and pull the door shut. I'll take it under advisement. Also, I think you could use a few spontaneous campus hijinks. Mmm... This is spring break at a college with cool queer people. You know we have queer people in Pen Yan, right? A whole club of them? I tilt my palms up. You could try, I don't know, actually going to one of the meetings sometime? She shakes her head. Can't do Tuesdays. Edith has a standing Zoom date with her girlfriend on Tuesdays, and on the days that aren't Tuesdays. But even before Zora, she always managed to find a reason to avoid Pride Alliance. Meanwhile, I've been to almost every single meeting since freshman year as the group's only capital A ally, or I was, until Octavio joined at the beginning of the school year, after Lily came out. Everyone in the group lost their minds about Octavio, woke king, brother of the year, etc. Kind of funny, I guess. People still seem confused about why I'm there. For a while, I was worried I shouldn't be there. 
I spent weeks reading every blog post and Reddit forum I could find about allies and safe spaces, and whether it was even okay for me to show up at the meetings. Was I just another straight girl invading queer territory? Was I an outsider sucking all the oxygen from the room? The discourse offered no clear consensus. I hated that. Hated the lack of certainty. My mind never really settles in a new space until I know all the rules for engagement. What's encouraged, what's allowed, or even what's not allowed, because restriction carries its own kind of safety. Well, I knew I was technically allowed to be there, at least according to the official guidelines for extracurricular groups, as outlined in the Penn Yan High School Student Handbook. And of course, I knew how important it was to Gretchen, given everything that happened in the queer club at her old school. Not that she'd ever outright admit this, but I think we both know I'm her emotional support hetero. I just feel a little unworthy sometimes, too normy, too distinctly unqueer. Like when Gretchen calls Octavio and me hetero-optimuses, or when people can't even ask us our snack preferences without saying they're conferring with the straights. My phone buzzes with a text from Lily, you're here and I'm coming, give me like five men. But now Gretchen and Octavio have already stepped out of their car to join us. I shake my head, seriously, this is already so above and beyond. Hush, Gretchen takes my suitcase and starts rolling it to the edge of the parking lot, the rest of us trailing behind her. When we reach a sidewalk, she stops to survey the space. A small grassy quad tucked behind a cluster of brick buildings. No sign of Lily yet, which isn't all that surprising. Lily's always running five minutes behind, which sometimes means five minutes, and sometimes means she just woke up, still needs to get dressed, and wishes that it would take five minutes. A bunch of students spill out of one of the buildings, bright-faced and boisterous, full weekend mode. Gretchen leans in, studying them so intently, I half expect her to scribble down field notes. Maybe that's what I should be doing, observing real college kids in their natural habitat. After all, in less than six months, I'll be one of them, at this very school even. That part doesn't feel real yet, though in fairness, it's only been a week since I accepted Blackwell's offer. Gretchen thinks I'm playing things too safe, sticking too close to home, but once the scholarship money came through, it wasn't really a question. The location is just a bonus. Oh ho ho, Gretchen nudges me sideways, eyes still locked straight ahead. Found one. One of what? College guy. They do tend to have those on college campuses. She laughs. I mean a cute college guy, hottie with a body. Not a disembodied head. Got it. Edith leans in following Gretchen's gaze. What are we looking at? Gray shirt, white hat. That's Emojin's spring break fling. Um, what? Edith looks delighted. Do we know him? Absolutely not. Not yet, but we will. Let's call him Bruce. Or Bryce? Gretchen tilts her head. Bruce. I'm thinking sophomore. He's from somewhere cool. Octavio looks up from his phone. Who's Bruce? Maine. He's from Maine. I blink. Is Maine cool? And he likes lobsters because he's from Maine. Gretchen shrugs. Sorry, that's all I know about Maine. Mmm. Are we done? Wait. No. Hold up. Gretchen presses both hands to her cheeks. New target, okay? Okay. Just stepped out of the second door. Not the facial hair guy. Green hoodie next to the girl. Even better, girl. Guy with a girlfriend. A girlfriend wearing a carabiner and a thumb ring? I bit my lip. Maybe? Hey, sorry. Hi, I'm here. Lily skids to a stop on the sidewalk, sneakers only halfway on her feet. She hugs me, hugs Edith, ruffles Octavio's hair, and then hugs him too. Then she turns stiffly to Gretchen. 
Hi, Gretchen nods. Lily claps. Okay, should we? Yes, okay, um, see you guys at home, I say. Gretch, really, thank you for driving. No prob. Hey, Gretch meets my gaze. You good? Yep, yeah, of course. Lily rolls her eyes faintly and reaches for my suitcase. Gretchen hugs me. Tell Bruce we say hi, okay? And no flossing, Edith adds, her dimple flashing with even the quickest of smiles, just like mine does. Text with Gretchen. Gretchen, okay, we're off, have fun. And take lots of pictures with your man, lobster emoji. Okay, but seriously, let me know if you need a rescue. I can swing back and pick you up, for real. I don't leave till tomorrow morning. Anyway, I love you, have fun at college. And that's the end of chapter two. What do you think is going to happen next? It was a very short chapter, we got kind of like a taste. Read on to find out how her visit with Lily goes and her first time on a college campus. This book is sectioned by day and there are nine days total. And I hope you find this chapter intriguing enough to check it out. And if not, there's always another book just waiting to be discovered. You can check this book out as a physical book here in the library also online as a digital ebook and an e-audiobook. If you need any help with Libby or with your library card, as always, let us know. We're happy to help. Please check the show notes for some read-alikes, and thank you for listening. Join me next time for another Next Reads.